baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What is going on? You are watching Tags Live. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside my co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing wonderful. Hello, darling. Hello. How are you? I'm good. This Wednesday night here, we are happy on our fourth week on the Get Vocal platform. Really excited on we are part of the connection zone this really cool wednesday night lineup that's about sex relationships love all the stuff that we really care about and we have the nine o'clock slot and we're really excited to be here every wednesday it's an interactive show so this is the show where we welcome you to weigh in on some of our hot gay sex topics weigh in ask us some questions and give your feedback and it's going to be a lot of fun a little bit later in this show we've got a dear friend of ours out in la uh joining us renan and he's going to be talking to us about fetishes and that is going to be a lot of fun plus we have part four of our series vulnerable voices and this time we're digging even a little bit deeper into that conversation. So I can't wait. But first things first is just to catch up with you, Cody. Uh, yeah. You and I hung out over the weekend on Labor Day weekend, was it? On Sunday. And, mm-hmm. and or was it Monday? Monday, actually. It was Monday, yeah. On Labor Day, actual Labor Day. And we went out, you got to love New York City, because one of the things we have here in the summertime is the Christopher Street Piers. And it's this great pier along the water where they, you, all the boys and girls and everybody else are laying out. Yeah. And we decided to be in our Speedos and hang out there. And it was a lot of sexy fun. Um, one of the things I brought to keep it fun was my Hello Kitty <laughs> <laughs> flask i forgot to call you hello kitty i need to change your name in my phone hello kitty yep <laughs> cody and i wanted to make sure we were going to have a good time and so we i made us a, a cocktail in another shaker glass and then i filled this up with vodka and mm-hmm. in the hello kitty and it was a lot of fun but shout out to ass in the grass nyc Yes, their drinks were amazing. And you were really prepared. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Ass in the Grass NYC is this, I guess they're going around to different beaches, Christopher Street Piers, and they're selling these drinks that are like they give you a menu and a really hot guy and a really cute girl were serving. We were all goo-goo-eye over the guy. (laughs) He was like built and tatted up and... 
we had him come by twice. He was very sweet and sexy. And we got this one drink by Ass in the Grass NYC that had cayenne pepper, mezcal, I think a little tequila and some other juices. And it was pretty good. What'd you think of it? It was amazing. It tasted amazing. Um, I just am a little bit upset with you because you tried to get me a little bit too intoxicated, I feel like. <laughs> but not but not really. Like <laughs> That's the problem with day drinking, right? Is that you start yeah. early and it's all fun and games, but you're in the hot sun and before you know it, yeah. it's like, Ooh, I'm feeling woozy. And then we continued the party on. And boy, there was some really hot boys on the Chelsea Piers. We were in our Speedos, but we continued the party over at the Monster here in New York, which was a lot of fun, where we had a, a, our own table. And we actually met somebody. Shout out to Fauna, or what's the restaurant? A guy. We met a chef from Brooklyn that you oh yeah <laughs> you probably can't fauna. even fauna fawn fawn like what are you talking about <laughs> it's called fawn and he was amazing he was so sweet it was really funny because here we are sitting in our table and they've got these plexiglass or plexi shields in between us so that we're socially distanced which was really good and the guy you went to the restroom for a second and the guy who had his bike sat near us and all of a sudden said, oh, you host that show, that podcast about gay gayness. And I said, I do. Yes. And that's my co-host, Cody. And he said he watches it. He catches us every so often and is a fan of it. And so he thought what we're doing is really good. So shout out to Mo at Fawn. Oh, that's his name. Yep, and we didn't, I know. I, <laughs> all of it was like... You have a great memory, by the way. I prepared, I prepared, but yes. We, I, was, I was supposed to be taking notes, and that was a fail for me. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> well, needless to say, we had a great time, and let's get into today's show, because it's that time. And in this first segment, what we like to do is break down a hot gay sex topic, or answer some of your questions, too. So feel free to ask us some questions in the comments section we will try and look over onto youtube to see if you're asking any questions over there and maybe cody can look at our facebook page too to see if you're asking us questions over there but in this first hot topic gotcha. it, it came to it's all about open relationships and there was an article out on instinct magazine and then i'll just read you the title of the article it says many gay couples are having their cakes wink wink and eating them too essentially the whole article is actually referencing another article on the washington let's let me see a longer article the washington blade about why the prevalence of uh three-way relationships open relationships and why that has is so big in our community and I guess in general, we could break down the whole article. There's a lot of reasons that um, they start off the one on instinct asking the question, essentially, that when you go on the apps these days, Scruff, Grindr, um, you're going to see things like play together, only play with me and my husband, me and my boyfriend. And I think my first question to you, since we don't have a lot okay. of, we might continue this topic a little yeah. bit later we tonight. Have a lot of, I know. I we found have a lot of, myself like really 
getting in depth with it. But go ahead. What do you, what's your question? Well, I guess my first question, because we have we have tomorrow, we have another show we do, so we can mm-hmm. spread this out. But my first question okay. to you, because it brought it up in, in, in the in the magazine, was do you, do you, Cody, when you go on the apps, do you see a lot of couples hitting you up or saying that they're either in a relationship, they're married, they're looking to play together, or they're do you see a lot of that? <laughs> okay, so um, this wasn't what I was going to lead with, but since we're here, let's go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> Bitch, this is what we're leading with. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, this is counterintuitive to like my main point because for me personally, I really don't mind being the guest star in somebody's relationship. Really? Um, so, so actually, I've actually like searched couples out really so that i could yes i have so yeah yes is your is the answer to your question <laughs> because um there's nothing like being the guest star the center of attention in in uh in a three-way sexual relationship that's going on right now so yeah as long as there's not some underlying things that are going on that with their relationship that I'm sure we'll get into later on. But and when, yeah. and when you say guest star, you simply initially mean sex. And and, yes. and and do you find because this is the problem that I find with like maybe we should just break it down initially with just sort of the sex part of it. Do you find mm-hmm. that when you do, you seem like you already have kind of a thing for being the guest in these relationships, do you often find that maybe you have an attraction towards one or the other, or you're simply happy with the fact that you're a guest in it and you kind of get off on that? That's another thing. You can't go, well, me personally, I found that this is a rule that I have to adhere to. I can't go into a situation where I am attracted to one person more than the other because I feel like it's going to cause problems in their relationship in the long run. I, and then it's going to be my fault, the downfall of their relationship. Do you have any experiences with, with being like the guest star in a relationship? I have. There was one couple that comes to mind that lives close mm-hmm. to where I live. And I met them a few different times out and about. And I definitely had more. It was funny because there was one that was definitely more the aggressor and mm-hmm. initiated and asked me to kind of come home with them. And mm-hmm. it turned out that I ended up really liking his husband or his boyfriend. I can't remember if they were married or not more. And when the one that I didn't like as much wanted to had to go walk their dog after we had already played around a little bit, I was excited mm-hmm. because me and the other one that I really liked got to play around and quickly like get it all in and you know, yeah. <laughs> before the other one came back. And so I typically don't do well in those kinds of guest relations where I kind of come into the three way because the other thing I'll tell you is that I often feel that that like I'm pretty much going to like one person or the other or I'm or I have mm-hmm. this vulnerability or fear that they're like let's just I've also gotten together with like three people that like two other guys that weren't in a relationship say for example and mm-hmm. all three of us are single well i have this thing are they gonna like like each other more than me yeah and i think it gets a little complicated for me and, and i get a little bit too much in my head that to me 
they typically don't work out as well. Now, I'm not opposed to it, people out there watching that, you know, <laughs> I'm, willing to, I'm willing to keep trying until it works. But Hit us in the comments. Let's yeah, hit us up in the comments. But, <laughs> yeah, but I think in, in general as a theory, as something I have tried, it's not like my favorite thing. And like I said, I've done it with the relationships and I've done it where it's just me and two other guys that weren't, all three of us were, single guys and mm -hmm. each time i i found myself getting a little bit in my head and it wasn't something that i could really find myself going for like you which you seem to seek it out which i find really fascinating i think that's really cool of you yeah i mean like i said i enjoy first of all i like multiple like that's um that's three ways more, a more way, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I can do a, a, a 20 way. Oh, wow. A, okay. A, a pig and happy as a pig and slop. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like with the three ways, it, it's either you're going to be jealous of one person or you're going to, you know, some, somebody's going to be jealous of somebody inevitably. You just have to kind of, you know, lessen that, mitigate that because it's, it's not a uh, dynamic that you want to have in a sexual relationship. And I've been in that really, uh, that position early on. Like you, I had a threesome with a couple and um, basically me and one partner got on better than me and the other partner. Excuse me. And it ended up being a situation where I would just go and hook up with the one partner and like the other partner would be in the bedroom sleeping. Yeah. I don't think it's a something good, but I was, you know, young. So. Yeah. You, I mean, you, let you us live and you learn. Let us know if in the comment section, if you've been involved in a three-way situation at all and how it's gone. Um, because I think that we want to hear from you. Um, I think my other question based on that article, Cody, was that because if you read it there was the washington blade that did a more in-depth look at actually th uh couples that seek out a third and there was mm -hmm. some interesting things that i took some notes on that i was wondering resonated with you or not one of the quotes i wrote that a, a psychologist wrote is mm -hmm. one more key factor true for all relationships is while closeness can feel good being close also means being vulnerable which is scary yeah. there's our word vulnerable open relationships can be a way for us to keep some distance from each other in an attempt to keep ourselves safer so it's again i will put this article on tagspodcast.com from the washington blade because it's actually a really well written in-depth article that looks at our history as gay men on why in particular it, it pulls in all of how long we had to fight for our sexual freedom. This, of course, the sexual liberation of the 70s, how so many of us had to hide our sexuality for so long. So places like bathhouses and cruising was really just sort of a way of life. And unlike 
other our counterparts that hadn't haven't had to experience that and so it's a really good article but they do bring up that with relationships on when a couple may be looking for like going outside of their relationships and i don't know have you ever been in a relationship that you would be open to inviting a third or did it ever get to that point cody so I am a very jealous person and there's probably, so I have flirted with the idea in my head, but never expressed it in a relationship um, because, I mean, it's just something that you wonder if you want to explore it basically. And it's not, you know, a horrible thing. Like if, I'm, if, if you can actually have a sustainable relationship and, and be open, then more power to you. Um, but there has to be boundaries and there has to be rules and in, in, like with any relationship. Um, me personally, I think I'm entirely too jealous to be in a, in an open relationship in a thruple. Um, yeah. Well, interestingly That's enough, when this article, again, from the Washington Blade, and I'll post it on tagspodcast.com, goes into detail and asks the question like, well, what is this? A lot of the psychologist that is quoted in this article asks a lot of a couple different um, guys that come to see him and ask them, well, why mm -hmm. are you looking to go outside of your relationship? And many of his clients, to his surprise, had the same response, which was simply, well, that's kind of what we do. That's what gay men do. That's what all my friends that are long-term relationships yeah. are doing. So it's almost like this built-in psyche that if you're in a long-term gay relationship, that therefore it's just a given that you're going to go into open the relationship up without maybe even really thinking about what that actually means and why you might be really doing that. And if it really does come down to because it's what we do as gay men or if mm -hmm. what all my friends are doing, then I think we need to do a little bit deeper analysis. I would yeah. argue too. But the, I agree with you. But the article in Instinct definitely says, you know, no judgments at all for anybody that wants to do that. And I certainly don't because I've played around with open relationships and yeah but i think it's an interesting conversation that we need to have a little bit more conversation if we have time we have later today and tomorrow to get to it and certainly all shows weigh in on the conversation on how you feel about open relationships if you've been in one would you enter as a guest star for sex let us know but we've got to move on right now we will read your comments though and it is part four of our series called vulnerable voices and we started the whole series on episode one where we really are looking at our vulnerability as gay men or really LGBTQ and where we all come from that we really are vulnerable in a lot of different ways. And we started from the beginning to where we're at now. And in this part four, we wanted to ask the question, pose the question, when you're already in a relationship, and it kind of works with what we're talking about in the last topic, yeah. that when you're already in a long-term relationship, what are some of those vulnerabilities that can occur? And I don't know, I think you stated it actually in our last, in our last segment, which is you have a lot of jealousy, Cody. And do you think that when you've, that, that's something that you, have experienced just being in a relationship with somebody else? Because I know I have. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
it's something that I've grown accustomed to over over time where it used to be really bad when I was younger, but now it's something that I don't let control me or let it control the how I am in a relationship, how I relate to another human being. Um, right now, I kind of look at it like if I'm jealous, then my partner is attracted to other people and attracted to other people. As long as he doesn't cross lines, then everything is cool and we're all good. What about you? When what lines are those? But <laughs> <laughs> I would agree that when I was younger in a lot of my relationships early on, I suffered a lot more from jealousy that I don't think I mm -hmm. do so much now. Now, I haven't been in a long-term relationship in a while, it's, but- I had to think, honey, I was like, <laughs> taking it way back. <laughs> one of the things though that I do is when I'm intimate with people now, whether it's just friends or long-term friendships or even somebody that I'm dating is I'm much more open with what I like sexually in the, in the dating experience that I don't think I would have always been open to expressing in these long-term relationships. So I think I overcompensate now, like with my friends. And even when I'm dating somebody, the last person I was dating, I was very open with opening up about with the things that I like and what I would like mm -hmm. to get into. And I think in long-term relationships, maybe back to that article where it's the psychologist says like, oh, it's just a given that all long-term relationships go to you know, looking outside of the relationships, but what if you like explored some of your fetishes? And we're going to talk more about fetishes yeah. with our guests in a little while here uh, in our third segment. <laughs> but do you think that that, do you think with us in relationships that when sex becomes a little bit like tired, that we're maybe not as open to want to like to our partners? our long-term partners to want to say, Hey, mm -hmm. I'm kind of into this or when you want to try this, what do you think about that? So, okay. This is like you said, I haven't been in, in a long-term, like mm -hmm. I said, also, I haven't been in a long-term relationship in a, in a while. So mm -hmm. to me, this is, <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so to me, this is all like how this, this is how I think this is all hypothetical to me. Okay. <laughs> at this point, um, <laughs> so me as a person, I'm always growing and changing, and um, I feel like there's you can never really know a person inside and out. Pun intended. Yeah. Um, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Completely. So there's always a new way to discover your partner. And that's what I think it boils down to. And that's how I keep things spicy, how I keep things fresh and new in a relation, in a long-term relationship, or how I would if I ever got got into one. So you're, what do you think? You're, th you're saying what? through communication is, and through your growing is kind of how you keep it fresh. Communication and experimentation. Yes, exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Again, what we're going to, I think one of the go-tos, not to just harp on our last topic, is when you've been with somebody, I know a lot of people that barely get together and they open the relationship up immediately. I think yeah. for me personally, I wouldn't want to do that. I would want, because if I like somebody enough to want to get mm -hmm. into a relationship, then I want to explore all the different 
sexual things that I have. And now in my late forties here, I have a lot of the list keeps getting like longer and longer. longer. <laughs> and Look at her notes. Notes I mean, and all. Oh I yeah. Wish could, I wish I could show them to you. You know I'm a note taker. I have a lot of notes. But yeah, so I think if now if I was to meet somebody and get into a relationship the like I said, I'm much more sexually free, sexually confident. Obviously, yeah. most to show about gay sexuality. So I'm not. I'm the old me had a lot more jealousy and issues like that. So I have so many things that I would communicate with this person with lists of things that I'd be wanting to try. Chances are, if I'm going to get into a relationship with you at my age now it's because i really like you and i like you on a multitude of levels your mind your soul your yeah you know your dick your everything <laughs> i was waiting for uh -huh, your ass it's on the list i'm like it has to be on the list somewhere absolutely <laughs> and i'm gonna like all these fetishes things i'm gonna want to try them so i'm not sure it would be a long time i think that i could exhaust all these and like you cody I'm always changing. So yeah. I think the one advantage that you and I have is that we're, we, we know that we're always changing and we admit that we're always changing. And as long as we communicate that change with our partners, when, if we ever have a partner that we want, and when we want to have a partner, <laughs> that there's going to be an endless supply of sex and sexual positions and freshness that I'm not sure I would be really looking outside of it too much for all the world. Places to have sex. So, um, I have written down sexting is a good way to keep it fresh. Because it, when you're thinking about sex all day, I don't know about you, but when I, when I finally do come after thinking about sex all day, it's like, covering the wall <laughs> exactly and once you, yeah and once you start having sex don't you find that you want more of it like you could go for long periods of time without it and be fine but once you start that whole process it's like a lot renan who's coming on in just a few minutes and send nudes to each other i thought he was i thought he was talking to me but I did. now i realize <laughs> now i realize that he's saying then nudes to one another. I I I, I include that in, in sexting too. So okay, I will. I gotta guess. I gotta cancel my nudes to Renan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe he might like them. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think there's just so much that you can experience in, you know. But I think the vulnerability could come from expressing some of this stuff like maybe long-term relationships are like, oh, I've already had sex with you for so long and you no longer, I love you, but you no longer interest me that way. But clearly we're, as as evidence shows, gay men continue to be so sexual that what if you mm -hmm. just communicated to your partner more on the things that you're into and that could ignite things too, I think. I don't know. Yeah. You know what you just said that kind of like sparked something in my brain? You said maybe um, your partner doesn't really excite you sexually anymore, but there's so, so many levels to a relationship, companionship, you know, their mind, um, so many other levels. I can't list them all right now. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why people, that's another reason that people open up their relationship is because 
they maybe they're not getting what they need sexually, but the, every other need is fulfilled in their partner. So, I mean, we can't uh, rule that possibility out either. True. Honestly. Good point. I think it would be irresponsible of us. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And we were alluding to that already that, you know, no judgments on that. And we don't know because we we're not in a relationship that you know to say that we wouldn't open it up um yeah i know that and you know a lot of the people that i know also that have opened it up or um have been in really long-term relationships like i I do go back to like if you or someone like myself in our age group now we would probably be drawing somebody that we'd have it would be a long time before we would get bored i think of each of each other i think because yeah yeah, we're going to draw a freak in the sheets. and <laughs> There's that Adina Howard again. <laughs> hey, hey, I will be a freak until the day, until the dawn. It's true. Exactly. <laughs> um, do you, but when you were, if you can remember, when you were in a relationship, did you have mm-hmm. vulnerabilities about sharing some of what you wanted sexually in that relationship? Oh, yeah. You don't want to be labeled as a freak of nature. You want to be labeled a freak in the sheets, like you said earlier. But you don't want to be labeled a freak of nature. Um, so there's that fear of rejection, that fear of thing, something maybe being ta- too taboo. Mm-hmm. But again, that, that's a conversation that needs to be had. And if your sexual taboo, quote unquote, is too much for someone, then maybe that's not the right person for you. Maybe you need to go out you should go out and find somebody who's more compatible with you sexually. So that's something that you need to look at as far as you and your your partner are concerned. Do you like have any fears concerning uh, what are your kinks and what have you as far as exposing them in a relationship? Do I? Um, yeah. Not now. Like I said, I definitely did. And I would totally would agree with you in the past. In part of them was, I don't think that I have been, knew that I liked certain things. And again, we're going to explore in just a minute or so with our guests, some of the fetishes and the kinks that I really, we really get into. But I think in a lot of my earlier relationships that I can recall, because I seem to have more of them, then I don't even think I was aware of a lot of the kinks and, and fetishes or sexual explorations that I really enjoyed until I turned 40 when yeah. I got into the leather community and it's not just the leather community. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You bet. The leather community has a lot of fetishes that are 
really exciting and and yeah i don't know but maybe we could ask our special guest renan i would love that and renan if you're listening or watching you just go ahead and grab one of the spots it's called grab this spot and he's ah, on there hey. he is. how are Hi. you you guys we miss you too <laughs> we welcome renan leal to the thank show you. thank you so much we were friends with him here in new york city and you are now in la correct yes i am an la boy mm-hmm. cheers 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 yes okay good you got your cocktail i need a refill oh, yeah, <laughs> I can have Renan to all my to myself. That's okay, Renan. Before we get, we really wanted yeah, to go away. No, well, to welcome you to the show to Tags Live, Renan. And before we get into today's topic of fetishes, which I know you have a lot to say, I couldn't help but bring back when you did my fashion show. And yeah. speaking of <gasps> fetishes, yes. this is Renan. Oh, here in a harness, we did a fashion show at the Eagle. And then this is Renan getting dressed by uh, our our designer guy. And yeah, and so he's adjusting him. I was just looking at that photo today. Were you really? It's such a great one. Yeah. How much fun did we have on those fashion? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Absolutely. And that actually played a really big part in me coming out, like bringing out my kinky side. You're kidding. Yeah, I did. You know, it's funny, and I guess my first question to you, Renan, is that, you know, wearing, like you said, because I had the same experience, I used to dance in the 90s in San Francisco, and we would wear leather harnesses and all this stuff. But to me, it was all costume. But later, I realized, actually, some of this stuff I can really get into. What was it about, like, the harnesses and the lever that you really liked initially? Um, It just made me feel like, a bit confident about myself at the time, you know? Absolutely. That was really helpful um, for me. And also, while I was walking around that runway, (laughs) at the time, my boyfriend got very into it and that opened a bunch of doors for us (laughs) (laughs) oh so him seeing you in these yeah right yeah right cody i mean that that'll do it if you see your man and all that absolutely it it gives you all kinds of ideas about what you're going to do to that person when you get home trust me (laughs) absolutely you know you have a lot of so would you say that i guess one of my first questions was was that one of your first fetishes that you kind of learned about i mean i know you like sex and all but was leather kind of one of the first yeah. things that was one of the first things that popped into my head um and that i actually experimented with which was very fulfilling it was really great and it opened up like other doors too for like other fetishes that kind of got me more curious about kinks and fetishes and how to just experiment more you know like try new things and try to keep the sex going on in a relationship and keep things spicy well one of the things that i'm sure both of you have experienced and i have for sure is just the simple fetish of dom dominant and subordinate dom sub and if you Mm -hmm. go on any of the apps you see like that looking for sub looking for dom and i don't know have you guys experienced that and do you get into that kind of role play of 
that fetish worlds? Um, I mean, it depends. It depends on my mood. I kind of do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I haven't been in an app in a long time. But if I'm with someone, um, I like to role play. Like, let's change. Let's flip it a bit. Like, I'll be the dom for a minute, and you'll be sub, and we'll throw it around. I love that. Yeah, I I agree with you. I'm like, I'm uh, the type of person to where I like to be the dominant person. But sometimes you get that that itch where you want to be the submissive person, and you want somebody to take charge of you and that's the hottest thing ever when you you're like dominated by somebody else here so i agree with you 100 percent. you know cody i'm glad you said that because in general i'm more the like to be the submissive in the relationship mm-hmm. but there have been times that people either got confused and either saw me in the bar <laughs> and thought, or maybe i wore the cuff on the wrong side because it made me wear it on the I'm wearing on the right side, the the submissive side right now, but I've worn it on the other side. So people got confused and Uh I actually worked with the confusion and, and liked being kind of a dominant. And even from, you know, especially with harnesses and all the leather community, you have a lot more tools and apparatuses to grab and hold and, and that could be a lot of fun or spitting when we could spit back in the day. I mean, I mean, it's like so not PC now in a COVID era. And I'm not sure we're going to have to wait for a vaccine. Get, fa- get a face mask. One of those face right, shields. The shields. Get one of those. You know, those, sh- go. those shields are going to be so spitted up. You're going to have to have wind- a, a can of Windex. And, and then, all right, let's go again. <laughs> but the effect could still be the same. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. have you... Also, Renan enjoyed both. I know just in knowing you as a friend, you seem like more the, the Dom. I don't know. But have you enjoyed playing back and forth with those roles? Or I have. But see, like, I got more into this dominant side of myself later on. Um, when I first came out and I was first exploring my sexuality, I was more of submissive. And then with these as you said, these encounters at bars that we like misunderstand signals and stuff. And then you get home and you're like, well, we're already here. So let me try this. <laughs> right. Right. Pulling out like the toys from the closet kind of helped. Yes. You know, mm. you get into your dominant side a little bit more, get in touch with that side of you. Cause I feel like we everybody has these sides of uh, both sides. Right? right. Correct. It's just yeah, like tapping into it in like the right moment. Oh, so yeah, I, I love to play around. Well, one of the things you were alluding to, I'm not sure if we were talking online or off, was water sports. And I know we all had a story oh. about water <laughs> sports. And maybe we could all share our water sports stories. I mean, I'll quickly share mine that I never like the idea of it, water sports, peeing, getting peed on. I don't think I ever thought of. And again, Ren- or Cody with age and just exploring more, I learned, wow, that could be kind of hot. And there was a dancer that I found here in New York City and I brought him home one night afterwards and we were in my bathtub because I wasn't about to do it like on my nice hardwood floors or anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, 
You got to keep it real, but Mama's got to keep it clean. Yeah, I'm having a tea, I'm having a tea party here for ten and tomorrow, and so we did it in my bathtub. The bathtub's the best place to do it, by the way, hands down. And hands he down. was this big dancer type, and we just got a lot of beer, like you know, regular, I forget, Amstel Light. So they they recommend that, by the way. That's a tip, that if you want somebody to be the dominant, to piss on, to keep the fluids kind of clear and not, and, and flowing, to drink sort mm-hmm. of like okay. a light beer because it's just going to go right in through you and out through you. And it's, it's going to be a nice golden shower that you would want. And I loved it. I thought I, I was so into it. And this dancer had never thought of it before. I think it was kind of gave her pay type thing. He really got Ooh. into it and really enjoyed being doing it. In fact, he suggested it, but I don't know. That's my story. Renan, what have you had any encounters? It was, I did. I had, Two. The first one, I mean, as you mentioned, like I wasn't the person to think of like of pissing on someone or having somebody pee on me. For me, that was kind of weird. Right. And the first time it happened, it was there was no warnings. So I got really shocked. I'm like, wait, what's happening? So they were peeing on you. Yeah. Yeah. While we were like in the shower and things just started happening. Right. And I'm like, wait, hold on a minute. But then I met this guy and we're like, we'd seen each other for a while. We were a little bit comfortable with each other we're communicating well um and he kind of dropped a hint here and there i thought to myself about the idea but i was i was still not like i was comfortable or confident enough right of me doing that to someone so one day we're just having sex before we're going to sleep and i had to stop really quick to go pee and i don't know <laughs> he just comes behind me and Starts kissing me oh. and puts his face oh. on my string. <laughs> oh. At first, like, I was like shocked and I, like, I, I, I was like, wait, what's happening? Wow. But that's one way to we... trick somebody and get them into it right away. <laughs> <laughs> Catch them right when they gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But after it happened and like we finished and we went to sleep, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty hot. Yeah. And the next day we wake up and we're going at it again and then that's when i was like okay let me let me try this let me do it let me go for it so we're having sex i grabbed him by the neck wow (laughs) brought him to the shower had him like kneel and it was just amazing it was really hot because i felt like i saw the pleasure that he got from it right that that just like boosted my pleasure up like a hundred percent yeah. So that kind of changed that experience changed my mind about water sports. I'm like, you know, and it's, it's the most economical sport that we can all partake <laughs> in. It doesn't require this. We all have to go. In fact, we all have to go a lot. You, you're recycling essentially. I think I it, was going to say recycling at its finest. At its finest. <laughs> you can do it all the time. But I mean, yeah, I think there is something to be said. Also, the psychological side of it, too, that when you went to bed, you said you thought about it some more and just the thought of somebody standing or you standing above somebody else and it's all agreed upon so you're in that kind of safety net circle that that right. alone is really hot too yeah right. what about you Cody yeah. you oh okay <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I do. By the way, Silas <laughs> says it's all about the environment. Yes, it is. Yes, it's true. It's true. And if your environment can be a hot boy, it's, yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I want to say your story has given a whole new meaning to put your face in it because he just threw his face in your feet and I was like blown away. I've never heard or seen anything like that before, but now I'm kind of want to experience first and foremost. So my story is, um, I met this Australian guy in the bar. He was beautiful. I went home with him and we had sex. Um, and it was good, but then he was like, do you want, can, do you mind peeing on me? I don't forget how he framed it, but he was like, do you want to pee on me? And I was like, okay, um, like here, but no, the answer is go to the bathroom and pee on me in the tub. And so I did that. And like you said, Renan, um, the enjoyment was, his enjoyment of it was out of this world. And it just gave me so much, uh, it just, eroticized me so much and we had sex again and it was just out of it was mind-blowing so i um, should probably look him up because yeah. it was really really great <laughs> we love our australian hopefully you can get out there when we can travel again or you can come over i know right you know what's interesting is there's a place in berlin and i'm blanking on the name but it's like a fetish huge playground next to Berghain of a bar, a sex club. And there's this one area that above you is got these grates that all are have circles in them. And essentially guys above there go up there and pee water, the water showers and guys that are into it go below and you're essentially getting showered upon by multiple pee loads and to me, as someone, and, and I would want to know your guys' opinion on this, to me, that although the concept on a large scale, of course, I love the production side of it because I always love a good production, <laughs> is really hot. But it sounds like what our communal stories here is that the idea is it, that we liked it because we really liked that guy that we were with at the time. And there was something about looking in that guy's eyes, whether you were the dominant looking down on that subs eyes as you peed in him. Or when I looked up at the dancer and saw this huge dancer that I had a thing for in my bathtub peeing on me that made it really hot. I'm not mm -hmm. sure I would like water sports as much in that other scenario where it's a contraption and you're just getting you don't really know who's peeing on top of you. I don't know. Am I wrong? Or what do you guys think? Renan? what do you think? No, I mean, I'm with you. Like, I want to know what you had in your body before this pee got to me. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, and I, my, like, I, my fetishes and my kinks, I like to explore, like, with my partners. Um, or my soon-to-be partners, you know, not just that whole, like, I like the idea. As you said, the production is great. Yeah. But yeah. it's just, it's, it's personally, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cody, what do you think? I think I would be into the peeing off of the, um, <laughs> off of the leg. Put me on a crate up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and you can, can both go, Renat. I'll, I'll take you up there. <laughs> However, I don't know if I could be underneath being peed upon. Um, yeah, it's all about the connection. 
So, but I mean, teach their own. Now, here's another fetish that could be a question for you that I think I would be into is, you know, right now, in particular in COVID, one of the things they actually recommend that could be kind of safe is actually glory holes because someone's not really breathing on top of you and somebody could actually and I saw I forget what I was looking at somebody was creating like in doorways these door things that would go inside your doorway with the holes already and you could actually have somebody come into your apartment and like say your bathroom and then stick your dick through or vice versa suck somebody off and they would never breathe on top of you well since I'm kind of a size queen the idea of just seeing <laughs> a really hot cock ear without seeing their face, I could actually get into that. Am I being contradictory? I think I am. It's just in that situation, I actually love a hot cock and I could get into sucking some guy's cock in a glory hole without even seeing what they look like. And maybe I don't want to see what they look like because maybe it's not matching up with what I guess, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm all about this. That your imagination is much better than yeah. <laughs> how do you guys feel about it's much stronger? How do you guys feel about glory holes? Cody, we'll start with you. Oh, um, I used to be a big purveyor of glory holes, I used to go all the time. Um, I just you know get sucked off. <laughs> I don't know, can I say that? <laughs> you can, you can. I just, I just, did. yeah, you can totally. <laughs> so, oh, so, but I haven't been in in a long time but i mean it's something i would check out again i am more into it's funny you mentioned like the, the, the levels of like covid safety like park sex that's something that i would be more interested in i think interesting yeah just because it's outdoors and you yeah and the fantasy of having sex outside and you put your mask on and okay. yeah renan what are your thoughts on i'm assuming by what you've already stated that you you're a freak and, and kink and all that, but it has to do with like your partner. I don't know. Am I wrong? Or would you be into? No, you're right. You're right. I've, I've thought about the idea of glory holes, but it, I haven't tried it yet, you know? So I'm not going to knock, like mock something. until I try it. I'm open to trying it. So I'm open to it. I'm open to the idea. It's kind of, it's kind of hot. I just need to find like who's like a carpenter. I was gonna say a mechanic, but that's a car, right? Yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> a carpenter. I need to be a carpenter who can like drill the hole for me and create it for. <laughs> yeah, all the puns in that all in that sentence. All them. the puns. All of them. <laughs> drill the hole. In thinking about this though, Renan, I'm curious to know in terms of fetishes, and I don't even know. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but is. And I'm sure we've all done it before. I would be like, what if you haven't? But have you guys filmed not only yourselves, but you and like somebody else having sex? I know I have. I have to be careful when I hand the phone over to somebody. It's like, oh, give me that. Like you're. <laughs> but do you, A, do you think that's a fetish? And B, do you guys get into it? Renan, what do you think? I think it's a fetish for sure. And I, do you get into it? I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of gay guys, like nowadays get into it. It's so um, like whatever nowadays, right? right. Yeah. Nowadays yeah. it's so like we went from water sports and drained to like <laughs> the most oh filming your stuff, child, please. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> stream it to the TV. That's so 2011. You know, it's good. It's I encourage a lot. Do it. I like it too. I mean. 
I think, yeah. And gone are the days because there was a period where it was like, oh, be careful what you film. Obviously, you don't want to put up stuff on social media when you're in other professions. But if it's just on your phone, and I think it's pretty safe. And it can be hot. I mean, it, I've actually jerked off to scenes that I've had filmed of myself and somebody else. And I'm like, why am I going to go to Pornhub when I can watch my own hub, Steve's Hub? I mean, my Steve's Hub's is a little bit hotter, and I was in there, and I'm reliving it. So I don't know, Cody. What are your thoughts on that? I can't get into Cody, it. Cody I'm Hub. Super... <laughs> <laughs> Already got the domain. You can't lock, get so into you can't it. Take it. <laughs> I can't. No, I'm not. I'm already like pee shy, 100. Like I can't. So I can't. I don't know. I, I, I lose my erection if somebody's filming me. So unfortunately, that's one thing that I can't really get into. Oh, because why do you think that? Like, why do you think you lose your like? Where does that? Okay, where no, does it, Renan, it's, actually, it's I'm going to stop. Hold on, that I've, I've Cody, lost my you, you've got to tell the story. It's worth telling again because I don't think you told it on this network about the time somebody wanted to film you. Yeah. Tell that story so to Renan. I went to go hook up with this guy and he had a boyfriend and he wanted to FaceTime his boyfriend in because I think it was like their, it was their part of their relationship kink, whatever, mm -hmm. it's cool. And the, he wanted to watch. If the guy was probably sitting right there, then I probably would have been able to do it. But he wanted to like FaceTime him and I couldn't, I couldn't get it up, unfortunately, because I don't know. It's something about being filmed, and yeah. Well, and you also don't know if it's just him on the other side. Oh. It could be like I'm, I know, couldn't do it. Multiple I'm people sorry. on the other side looking. At <laughs> Maybe I need some coaching. Maybe I need some. Uh, well, and <laughs> and I forgot to tell you, Cody, but I talked with a lot of my friends afterwards offline, and mm -hmm. all of my friends and I agreed that. Maybe if this person had said in advance, like, hey, I want you to come over and would you I'm in a relationship, but would you mind? We have this thing with my boyfriend. He likes to watch and that and that's it was a okay. total if shock. he had said that where you knew like, well, all right. And if you show me it's just him. But Renan, the whole thing was he sprung it up on Cody when he got to the door and then said, OK, go and perform. And that made Cody like pee shy in a way, which I'm not mad at that. I mean, yeah. No, I'm with you. It's like the same thing with my first water sports experience. It was just like sprung up to me and I was like, whoa. And after that, I'm like, nah, I don't want to experience with this anymore. Yeah. And, you know, maybe if you find the right situation, you know, it'd be worth a try. You never know. It might change your mind. Maybe secret cameras. And then if I don't know about it, then I'm okay. To, I'm good to go. And the water sport thing, I think you have to have conversations about that a little bit. You shouldn't ever just do any of these fetishes. I know all my BDM masters that we've had on the show would say, don't spring these things up on people because you're likely to get punched out or create a good situation bad like immediately right. and no absolutely yeah and and, Consent is paramount. and all my beauty yeah it's all about respect and trust and mm -hmm. those are kind of the things and and we talk a lot about it on this show the vulnerabilities that you put yourself out there by simply expressing that you're into this thing that maybe not somebody isn't into so i'm just curious renan from here on out would you 
uh, spring up something like that on somebody, either like the water sport type thing on somebody that you're into? Mm, no, just bring it out of nowhere. Oh, I mean, just talk to them about it. it. Yeah, I'll talk to them about it, give a couple hints, you know, maybe like when we're watching porn together, mm. some of those kind of porn. Yes. On, you know, just yeah. drop a little hints first. I love it. You know, and then talk and you know, just bringing that up out of nowhere. I, I don't know. I think you need to have a conversation. It's just a matter of like respecting the other person. And also it's for your own safety as well, as you mentioned. You don't want to get punched out. You don't want this person going around, like throwing your name around, you know. Absolutely. Well, this has been so great. Thank you, Renan. You've got to come back and talk with us more. I mean, I feel like we barely scratched the surface, so we would love to have you back. And <laughs> yeah, thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah, and real quick, um, how's so how's LA treating you during this time frame? I know you. I know you moved in before the pandemic, and then you found yourself in that. But how is life right now? Is is it coming? It's been good. I mean, it's. Uh, I know that like now our like our numbers are like the higher numbers out there, but I feel like you have more space here. True. And if you're just like conscious about your like space and like not coming near people, there's a lot to do. So it's it's been nice. I've been I've been able to go to the beach. Oh. I've been able to go hiking and like just get out of my apartment, yes. which I feel like if I was in New York, I don't think I would be comfortable enough to just walk around with like all that all those people around. So it's been it's been really good. I love it. I've been it I here. can't wait to visit you when we when it's a little when yes. numbers a little bit better. I will be out there, and I can't wait to see you. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thanks for having. And me. We want you back. So Thank yeah, you, Renan. <laughs> yeah, and we back. can follow Renan at um, at what? Uh, my Instagram yeah. account, Renan Leo one two seven. Renan Leo one two seven. We'll list it on tagspodcast.com. Thank you so much, Renan. Bye, Bye you Thank you. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Oh, I love him. So fun. That was amazing. Absolutely. So much fun. All right, Cody. So we only have five <laughs> couple minutes. Um, I saw you. <laughs> real quick, I just want to make a couple announcements that we are back. We took a break from our other show that we do. We have I have three shows that we do for Tags Podcast, and everything is back. Um starting this week and next tomorrow night we are live with sex with stevie it's our live podcast on facebook live it's facebook.com forward slash tags podcast from 10 to 11 p.m eastern time it's a call-in show think radio it's a lot of fun cody calls in and we wait we break down some hot gay sex topics and i have a really uh, a guest, Miles Lewis from the Victory Institute. We're going to be talking, don't get scared. We're going to be talking the importance of this election year and our political vote. And we're going to break it down, but we'll keep it sexy. And it should be a lot of fun with that. Um, and yeah, um, any announcements, Cody, that you have on your end? No, I just want to say being politically aware is sexy. So thank you for it that. It is. It is. Well, and we'll break down um, what all that means. I think we should play our game that you want to. Cody is going to quiz me on a game that we did on Sexist TV <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, where it's all about what the song game, where essentially you listen yeah. to a song and then I have to figure the lyric. He'll say the lyrics of a song. And Cody didn't fare so well, though. 
on the thongs. And I had thongs. You know what? I had erotica. I had I Want Your Sex. And I had Kiss by Prince. And I told you. I was like, after after we did it, I was like, why did I pick this game? Because I know the words to no songs. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to fare so well either. We'll see. Yeah. I, I set you up for success. So I think you'll do just fine. We'll see. We'll see. Well, coming up, um, there. I'm not sure there's a show at 10 on Connection Zone, but at 11 p.m. to continue the conversation about BDSM, it's BDSM Most Frequently Asked Questions, hosted by Sunny Megatron at 11 p.m. on this Connection Zone network in an hour at uh, 11 p.m. So... Stay tuned for more sexy fun and thank you for watching and we will keep it sexy, but be safe and wear your mask. Thank you. Just a reminder, we are live with Tags Live every Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Get Vocal platform. We welcome you to join us and join in in the conversation as you can comment uh, live with us as we are talking to our guests and talking about hot gay sex topics. Hope to see you this Wednesday. It's getvocal, V-O-K-L dot com forward slash channel forward slash tags live or simply use our bit.ly URL, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash tags live. Again, it's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash tags live. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.